This is Brother Barnabas O'Reilly from St. Vincent Arch Abbey, and you are listening to Encounter Mercy. This is chapter 2 of the Gospel of Luke. Let us pray that the Lord would give us the gift of images that we would be able to see in our hearts and minds the way it was on that most beautiful and peaceful night of his birth, and that we would be able to see how the Lord desires to be reborn in our hearts in our families, in our lives, this Advent. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be enrolled, each to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be enrolled with Mary his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to be delivered, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in that region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy, which will come to all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph, and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying which had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, 
and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And inspired by the Spirit, he came into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is set for all the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is spoken against, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that thoughts of that thoughts out of many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years from her virginity, and as a widow till she was eighty-four. She did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. And coming up at that very hour, she gave thanks to God and spoke of him to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was twelve years old, they went up according to custom. And when the feast was ended, they were returning. The boy, Jesus, stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it, but supposing him to be in the company, they went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who, all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when they saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been looking for you anxiously. And he said to them, How is it that you sought me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying which he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth 
and was obedient to them. And his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. That's the end of chapter 2. My brothers and sisters, there's a, just a couple points in this chapter that I think are worth reflecting, reflecting upon. One, we're introduced to this city of Bethlehem, which means house of bread. And the fact is that we see the shepherds there uh, tending sheep, that there is a great shepherd's field in Bethlehem that exists even to today that you can visit. And that historically, this would have been a place that the Jews could have purchased sheep to offer sacrifice. The same place, the same fields that Jesus was born. And we read in chapter 2 that he was, uh, he was wrapped in swaddling clothes, laid in a manger, the manger being the place that the animals would have eaten from, And this was done because there was no place for them in the inn. How often do we feel like there is no place for us? How often can we encounter people that have no place or feel like they have no place? And that by introducing them to Jesus, by being like Jesus to them, we can give them a sense of belonging because Jesus knows what it means to come into this world and feel like there is no place. The angels said to the shepherds, be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good news, a great joy. In these days, how much bad news it seems like there is, especially in the year 2020, let us spend some time with this passage as well. That even still, the angels' message resounds in 2020 be not afraid for i bring you good news of a great joy which will come to all the people furthermore if you want to learn how to pray uh, my brothers and sisters i would suggest to begin by simplifying it it's in luke chapter 2 that the name of our Savior is proclaimed officially to the world when he's taken for his circumcision. And it says, in the temple, he was called Jesus, the name given him. And that you could sit in a holy hour and simply just say the name of Jesus. 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 That there is power in that name. And that at the name of Jesus, every knee in the heavens, on earth, and below the earth must bow. There's power in simply calling on the name of Jesus. We also meet Simeon, a man who was looking for the consolation of Israel, that Jesus really is the consolation that we're looking for, that no earthly pleasure, no human relationship No self-help video on YouTube or book can give us that only our relationship with Jesus can give us the consolation that the world is looking for. Also, Mary plays a key role in this chapter. 
and especially want to point to the words of Simeon to her that a sword will pierce her own soul, a sword will pierce her heart for what she will endure on behalf of her son, watching her son suffer and suffering with him. And how often it is for us, brothers and sisters, that maybe we're not the ones directly with a situation of suffering, but that how much more painful it could be for the one who accompanies the sufferer, that has someone in our life who's suffering, and that we have no control to take it away, but to simply endure with them, that Mary knows. Turn to Mary. She knows. And that lastly, my brothers and sisters, the chapter ends by saying, and Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. You know, St. Gregory Nazianzus says, that which is not assumed by Christ in his incarnation is not redeemed. That Christ was like us and always but sin, that in his hidden life, we can imagine he went through all the things we went through for the sake of now, everything is holy because he went through it. Every single homework assignment we must do, every single day of work that we must get up and go, every single boring moment of the day has been made holy because Jesus has endured all those moments and he's grown just as we are still growing in wisdom and stature to the end of our days. May the Lord also bring you even further into the knowledge of your favor with him. And may you have this Advent blessed and close relationship with Jesus Christ.